Well, hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Man and Candace podcast. It's your girl and it's Thirsty Thursday. Woo! I just rush. Who are you, baby? Who are you keeping around? Who are the senses? You guys, this is Kilo Kish. Kish. Kilo Kish. American girl. Did like that, did like just found, found me an American girl. An American girl. I'm an American girl. I'm an American girl. <laughs> so today, you guys, we're going to talk about age gatch, age gatch, age gap relationships. Sorry for the email notification, this piece of shit. Run. Who are you, baby? I don't want erectile dysfunction in my partner. Cause that's what happens when you're 21 and he's 45. Stop fucking grown ass men. Old enough to be your dad or your grandpa, whatever you like. No king shaming in here. Stop fucking them. Okay, so I have personal experience with age gaps, age gap relationships and sex with people twice my age. Um, it's different. And before we get into that, let me encourage you to visit the links in the description of the podcast. I put it there. I put the Patreon link in there. So I don't know if you guys have noticed, but the descriptions for the episode now include the links. So hop on to patreon.com slash join slash podcast. The link is in the description of the podcast episode so if you're on apple if you're on spotify you can click the link in the description directly to the patreon you don't have to go to my website you don't have to type it in yourself you just click the link it works i tested it i have three tiers let's go over those tiers level one tier one you get a digital print and a digital commission tier two you get everything in tier one but you get a painting tier three you get everything in tier two but you also get a charcoal commission All of these commissions are 100% customizable, and it is every month as long as your subscription is active. I'm so excited to bring you guys more content, and like, as I realize, like, I like to bring content of what's on my mind, like, what's currently bothering me, and like, what's bothering me is age gap relationships. I hate it. When I see a 20-year-old with on a date with a 50-year-old. You know what I mean? It's just like... It's, it's disgusting. It's like when she was 16, you were like 30. That's how I think about it. You got to think about the child first. You got to think about the child within. Don't forget, you guys, that this weekend we're coming out with coloring books. Anyway, I digress. My cutoff age before I consider it an age gap is two and a half years. 
Now, are we going to talk about age gaps relationships that are two, five, six, seven years apart? No. Because in the grand scheme of things, if you're 31 and someone's 38, that's not much of a difference. Here I am, a 27-year-old talking about people in their 30s like I know shit. Like I know shit. I don't know shit. Like, see, that's the thing about me. I talk out my ass. Like... Oh, no good. And like, I have to quit cigarettes, you guys. It's so hard. I'm sitting here and I just want to smoke. Like, I just, ugh. I'm irritable. I can't sleep. I did this to myself. Oh, I found a cigarette. And I'm gonna pack it proper. See, I'm a proper smoker. I smoke marble red hundreds. I am a cowboy killer. And sometimes if I don't, if I break the filter, it's a good day. You guys hear that sound? That little tap, tap, tap? That's me packing the cigarette. I'm disgusted. So you don't want a light, huh? A cigarette a day keeps the doctor away. Am I right, ladies? Am I right? Just kidding. Cigarette a day keeps the whiteness away. The whiteness of your teeth. Don't smoke cigarettes. If I offer you a cigarette, don't take it. It's a test. So, my first boyfriend was older than me, but that dynamic, he was older than me by seven years. I know we weren't going to talk, but like this episode, even though my age gap relationship was seven years, I was 18 years old, okay? Like, I was 18. Was it seven years or was it five and a half? I think it was closer to six. I think it was six years we were apart. But someone fresh out of high school with someone with a job, with bills, with a life, with real stress and real anxiety. You see, when someone is older than you, You have to question why they want you. Is it because they can't get anyone their age? Is it because they're immature? Something is wrong. Something's wrong. If if, if an older person wants you, like legit, something is wrong. And, And like, let's talk about it. Let's talk about the first issue. Can they find someone their age? Probably. Now that I'm older, now that I'm his age, when I could not date an 18-year-old. Are you joking? Are you are you joking? I could not make an 18-year-old fresh. He dated me when I was 17. So the age gap was 7 years. When you're 17 years old, you're just like, "Oh, okay." He called me babe. It must be serious. Like, I just... 
he dropped the bomb on me because he had an STI. At the time. And like, I couldn't get it because I was vaccinated from when I was like nine years old. But this type of STI could cause cervical cancer. And then I was like, you dropped the bomb on me. You lit the fuse. You really dropped a bomb on me. Because this is what happened. This is what happened. He met me at 16, got with me at 17, had sex with me at 18. He groomed me. And someone who was older, someone who was smarter, someone who has more life experience can manipulate you. And that's the takeaway I want you to get is that you are easily manipulated if you're dating someone older. They're more likely to get away with stuff like cheating and stuff like with cheating with finances because they're older and they know more. And the older they get, the more they realize they will always be 10 years ahead of you, 15 years ahead of you, 20 years ahead of you. And by the time you catch up, it'll already be too late. So I caution you to check your partner's motives if they are older. Check your motives if you are older. When I was dating, when I was, see, I wish I was dating, I wanted to date that 21-year-old for validation that I was still hot and young and desirable. I still am. I don't need his validation. I am. I realized that on my own. And our age gap is five and a half years. Let's talk about men who wanted to date me while I was 24 and they were well into their 40s. They're desperate. They're desperate. They reek of desperation. They're ready to settle down. Their dick's not working. Their sex game is trash. Their stroke is trash. Their head is trash. I thought if you were 40, you're supposed to have all this experience behind you. Like sexual experience. They suck. I fucked a lot of guys who were in their 40s, 50s. Because there's no drama and because it's easy, it's easy to cut them off. I start being a whore with people my age and it's like, I'd probably be pregnant. I mean, sex with an older person is whatever. It really is because you just feel bad for them. You feel bad for them because, like, they're old, they're saggy, and they had sex with a younger person. Like, how low in life do you have to get? If you're someone whose wife or husband is 20 years older than you or 20 years younger than you, why? Why? If it works out, you are the exception and not the rule. If it's working out, then all respect to you. I truly mean that. Whew, 
child. A whole lot of projecting on my part. I apologize. But there's something to be said, you guys. What is it about young pussy? Is it because we're dumb? I think so. I think men who are 45 and 35 and up, they want to date 21-year-olds. And society allows them to. Why? It's gross. Let's do the math. Okay, that's 14 years apart, 21 to 35. When you were 30, she was 16. When you were 25, she was 11. When you were 21, she was 7 years old. That's what I think about. When I have to put things in perspective... Like Lori Harvey and Michael B. Jordan. Lori Harvey was seven when Michael B. Jordan was 21. So the maturity, the maturity gap. That's what this episode is going to be called. Maturity gap relationships. The love it, tap it. The love it, tap it. You see, when guys who are older, all they're looking for is the Laffy Taffy. That's all they want. They want a Laffy Taffy. The Laffy Taffy. Candy girl. I'm not going to sing this again. Da-da-da. Oh, because she's all thick. Hard. God. Is all I know. It's the summertime, but your laughing taffy got me so get loose, get low. Don't be shy, I'm Fabo. Oh, you guys hop on down to that podcast description, click that see more link, and go to patreon.com. Slash join slash Manic Candace podcast. Go to mdmaq.com and get your fine art prints and coloring books. Coloring books coming out Saturday. You know, you guys have been waiting for that for a long, 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 long time. But it's coming out. It's coming out. I'm coming out. I want the world to know. Got to let it show. Uh, uh, uh. I just want to live I just want to give It's completely positive Follow MDMAQ on Instagram And follow the Man and Candace podcast on Instagram Let's go Would I ever get in another Maturity gap relationship Hell no Because this is what my boyfriend did My ex-boyfriend He was, not only was he mature by default because of age, he, like a teenager and a young adult, like someone in their mid-twenties, the, the maturity difference is night and day. Like, he was talking about Stephen Hawking's. I was talking about the Illuminati. We were on two completely different planets. Two 
two completely different planets. And you know why he put up with my dumb ass? Pussy. Pussy. He wanted my pussy. Drop the mic. That's the truth. He groomed me from 16 to 18. He wanted, he was willing to fuck me on my period because on my 18th birthday, I got my period and I couldn't have sex. He was like counting down the days I turned 18 down to the midnight. And now that I look back, that is just so cringy and just so predatory and pedophilic and just nasty nasty it's like my ex-boyfriend groomed the fuck out of me he had this weird fetish of underwear straps let me let me explain this in silence okay so you you wear underwear this is this is why i go i side note i don't like to wear underwear i free ball all the time I fuck underwear, fuck bras. Like I literally like, like I have like 10 thongs and that's it. Like, and then I have like period underwear, but like I don't wear underwear. It's just, it's just weird to me. Anyway, I don't know. But basically this guy had an underwear fetish. I didn't know what fetishes were, but when we would make out, when we would make out, he would take his hand and put it in my pants and grab, while I'm underage, he would grab my underwear strap and pull it and pull and tug it and pull on it back and forth. And I felt disgusted. I felt like, and he came in his pants and I was just like, See, I even though I was 18, I was a virgin. I didn't know what come was. I didn't know that there was a goal of sex to come. I didn't know. I just didn't know anything about sex. Nobody sat me down. I mean, school sat me down and I knew like the mechanics of it, but I didn't know the politics of it. I didn't know the culture of it. I didn't know that the more experience you have, there are certain things that you should know as when it comes to sex. Like I was a virgin and like when I was still 17, like the week, the, the weeks before I turned 18, he was getting a little more aggressive. Um, like I remember when he would take the long way home just so we can make out. I feel gr- I feel so disgusted. Jason, if you're listening, I don't regret our relationship, but I side-eye it. I really it doesn't sit right with me. I don't think it ever will sit right with me. Just because I was 18, technically, you were still doing pedophile things when I was 17 and now I wonder if you see me older because I obviously look older I'm about 10 years older 
I wonder if you would even be attracted to me because I'm older. When the days of your lips are on the rise, your toxic comes sipping on my face, I'm a monster paradise. I'm addicted to you, but you know that you're toxic. Shout out to Esteban, shout out to Britney Spears. If you are one of those trash people who likes to make fun of Britney Spears' mental illness because it's trendy, go fuck yourself. And if you have a conservatorship over your daughter or your son, go fuck yourself and end it. You ever heard of wealth management? Like, can you feel me now? Guys, I just want to say in my last episode, I probably overreacted. In the insecure partners. I think I took it a little too personally. But. That's still something to be said. Let's say if it was 100% real. Which I did preface that I was assuming. Oh. We like this again. Don't forget to binge watch all of the episodes. You guys, I have over 60 episodes. This month will total over 60 episodes. So there's going to be at the end of the month, there's going to be over 100 episodes. Where is my deal? Where's my Spotify deal? Where's my Apple podcast deal? Where's my cash app sponsorship? Where are they? Do I need to move to LA? That is the age old question. Should I move to L.A.? Hmm. Back to my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> Hi, Ken. Sure, Ken. I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. Nice and plastic. It's fantastic. I'm a Barbie girl. In a Barbie world, nothing plastic. It's fantastic. You can touch my hair, undress me everywhere. Imagination, life is your creation. I'm a blonde, I'm a girl in a fantasy world. You're my blonde rock and roll. Hanky panky. You can touch, you can play. If you say, I'm always yours. I am a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. Life in plastic is fantastic. You can turn my hair. 
That's all we want to be is Barbie girls. Think about it. From three, four, five years old, we're indoctrinated that this is what you got to look like. White, blonde, and blue-eyed. So Hitler kind of a... Are Barbies Nazis? Are Kendall Nazis? There was this girl I went to college with named Leah. And she goes, she was German and she was a proud German. Nothing wrong with being German. It's just that she was a proud German. She was like, my grandfather has a World War II um, Nazi outfit. And I was just like, this is racist. This is anti-Semitic. This is uh, violent. And I wanted to, to choke her out. But I ended up beating her ass to a bloody pulp in front of the Moxie on Apache Boulevard. So yeah, my ex-boyfriend's underwear fetish. (laughs) I remember distinctly when I was 17 still, he asked me to take a picture of of my hips, but with my underwear strap, like out. He's asked, can you take a picture of your underwear out like this? And I was just like, Um, okay. Okay. And like one time, you guys, he picked me up from high school. He picked me up from after school. And like, I wonder, because like people, I wonder if that excited him. I wonder if him picking up, picking me up from high school excited him. And that's just sick. What are other things he did to do to groom me? Um... I remember when I first started figuring out that he liked me. I remember when he first started figuring that out. He would, he made the schedule, okay? Well, he didn't make the schedule, but he he could tell the scheduling person, like, he could make up excuses and be like, I can't work that day. In order, or he can't, he could say, I can, I can only close that day um, in order to work with me. So that's part of grooming is closing the proximity in a manipulative way. So he would manipulate the schedule so he could work with me. We worked at Hot Topic. And then other things he did was if I was with the customer, um, if I was with the customer or if I was in a certain section of the store, I could be on the on the bottom right corner, the, on the on the on the upper left hand corner of the store, and he could be in the middle of the store at the register. I'll be minding my own business, like folding shirts or something, and he would tell me, "You can't leave the back section of the store." Knowing I can't leave the back section of the store, he would walk in the back section of the store, and there's a whole back section, homie. You have to be next to me. I found out that he had a girlfriend that he lost his virginity to and she died. She died. And I guess I was, 
I guess no one else compared to her or something like that. And I guess I was the first one that could compare to her. Um, he was a theater kid that was just, like, odd and, like... I thought he looked like M. Shadows a little bit. That's why I dated him. But the relationship was very shallow. Like, we couldn't do anything. We couldn't get real because I didn't have life experience. I couldn't get into the bar! I'm just sitting here angry and frustrated because I'm just like, why? Why did you come after me? Why did you groom me? Why did you groom me? Like. I wasn't a whore. I was I was someone innocent. I could have I wouldn't have mind I wouldn't mind being a virgin that was 18 didn't bother me at all. I was actually proud of it. If I could choose wisely, I mean he wasn't a he wasn't like a player or anything, but like he was a predator. He was by definition, a groomer, someone who sought out someone underage and groomed me for over a year. He knew time was ticking. He knew that I wasn't going to want him. Like, he, he knew that I was going to wake up one day and be a bad bitch. Like, he knew. So, what did he do? He got in while he could. He treated my pussy like a stock market. That's what he did. He will completely see it differently. I don't because I'm the young one and I'm the one who's older now. And I can see in hindsight the mentality Jason, would you date someone who's 16 right now? You probably would. You would wait until they were 18. You would groom them until they were 18. You would ask them to send pictures of their underwear to you. Like, I literally... Age gap relationships, in my opinion, are all about sex. And I'm going to leave you with that. Good night, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you're watching. Thank you so much for riding with me for the Man and Candace podcast. Visit that podcast description link. And hop onto patreon.com slash join slash Man and Candace podcast. Follow us on Man and Candace podcast on Instagram and MDMAQ on Instagram. And visit MDMAQ.com for your fine art prints and coloring books. Bye. Time who always kills the pain and never be for you if you can be happy for me. Circles and triangles and then a flame. 
After all that we've been through, I know we're cool.